With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. show the boys are back in town little Rockies baseball tonight from Coors Field but we welcome you to uh, Logan Lewis on KOA News Radio in the iHeart Radio app Dave Logan Rick Lewis Kathy Lee is off today she's going to be rejoining the show on Monday Morning, Rick. Not here. Kathy is not here good job Grant neither's Dragon but was Dave's that, here. Was that, was that Dragon's voice or was that you, Grant? That was Grant. That was me. That sounded yeah. a little bit like Dragon. Dragon's not here! There you go. <laughs> yeah, good morning, Dave. Good morning, I had the, uh, the Fox Morning Show off today, and I slept in till almost 5 o'clock. You slept in till 5 o'clock? Almost 5 o'clock. Well, look at you. Yeah. I actually uh, had time to do a leg workout. Well, what the hell time do you normally get up? I thought you got up right before 5. 4 something. Usually about 4.15, 4.20. So you a snooze guy? No. When I, that alarm goes off, you get up? I usually wake up before the alarm because yeah. I've been doing this so long. It's like Pavlov's dogs, right? I know, right? You just get used to it. So, yeah, this is uh, kind of a refreshing. I'm a, I'm a little, like, I don't know, I'm a little confused. You're confused? Like, I should have already been, have done a show. and Yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling a little, little weird. A little weird today. Well, you look... Good, Rick. If I that do. makes well, you feel less weird, that extra forty-five minutes sleep, I hey, think, paid off. You know what? When you when you when uh, when you get up that early, forty-five minutes is like a three-hour nap. It it really is. You know what I mean? I am fresh. I've never been one of those alarm guys that hits the snooze and then it goes back off in ten minutes and then you hit the snooze. Me neither. I've got friends that do that like on a daily basis. Set the alarm for whatever five forty-five. Hit snooze. It goes off again at 6, hit snooze, they get up about 6.15. How's that make you more rested? I'm like, dude, why don't you just get up at 6.15? My girlfriend, three times at least every day. See, well, there you go. I mean, so why, what's, what's, what's the... What's the point? I ask her the same thing. She's like, oh, I just want a few more minutes. It's not like you fall back asleep and get restful sleep. Just That's get true. up and get yeah. your day going. I don't it get the point either. Crazy. I, 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 I have never done that. I, I haven't either. I haven't either. Never been able to quite figure that out. But anyway, hey, we've got a good show planned for you today. Rockies, as we mentioned, the home opener tonight. It is not too early to be excited, uh, I don't think. Rockies uh, in five games thus far, all five on the road, are 4-1. and one. Been getting great starting pitching. So we're going to talk with Buddy Black here at 9.35, coming up in about 25 minutes, uh, about the home opener, which will obviously take place with no fans. A uh, couple blips on the baseball radar today. The Brewers and the Cardinals game has been postponed because the Cardinals have 
we're not sure how many, but they have positive tests. So they're trying to sort of lock that down. I watched, Rick, I don't know if you had a chance to watch either of the two NBA games that were on ESPN last night. You had Utah and New Orleans early. That was a two-point game with Utah winning. You had the Clippers and the Lakers as the nightcap. That also was a two-point game with the Lakers winning. Uh, Certainly a different feel. I watch a lot of NBA basketball for a long time, and I was happy to have games to watch, but it totally a different feel. Different atmosphere, no no fans. It, the sounds are different. You can hear the sneakers squeaking. You can hear players talking. It's like a pickup game at a junior high school. Yeah, I agree. A, a lot less excitement. And uh, in, in listening to uh, Kevin Harlan called the Lakers game last night, he's fantastic. Yeah, good guy too. And even despite the lack of energy in the building, I thought he killed it. You know, the guy's a total pro. But yep. it was kind of weird. You know, I, it was hard for me to get into the game. Yeah. I I had bet that Lakers. I did that that crazy uh, promotional bet. Did you uh, win? The, yeah. They, the game uh, before tip-off, it was Lakers plus 51 points. You couldn't lose on that bet. For Lakers a, plus 51 points. Plus 51 points. points. So what the hell kind of deal is that? I, I put the max bet on it. it. It was one of those promotions FanDuel was doing, and for every 2,500 people – that bet the Lakers, they were adding one point to the, the Lakers. Plus one, plus one, plus one. So it got to plus 51. So, I mean, that was a, a no-brainer. Yeah. Basically giving you money. And so I, I did watch because I wanted to see, you know, if it was a good investment. But I knew at plus 51, there's no way you could lose. No. Unless they forfeited the game halfway through or something like that. I, but it was, you know, it, I, it didn't keep my interest. I'll put yeah. it that way. I know you're a hardcore NBA guy. I can only watch kind of in spurts. Yeah. It was interesting to hear, and I said ESPN, it actually was TNT. So they had the the regular crew with Ernie Johnson and um, Kenny Smith and Shaquille O'Neal and Charles Barkley. They were all there. They were socially distanced. I mean, a huge table for TNT. But even Shaq. Uh, it was halftime of the first game, or it might have been been in between the games. You know, was was honest in terms of his appraisal of what he was seeing. He said, "Hey, man, I was yawning. Mm. I, I was having a hard time. I almost fell asleep." He says, "Just different watching with no fans, no crowd reaction. You know, the energy obviously uh, is is not the same. And I think that's going to be the case for the NFL moving forward. I think it's going to be, and we're going to be broadcasting the games, obviously, Bronco games on KOA." But I think it's going to be interesting. You know, this will be 31 years for me. I've obviously never done a game, NFL game, with no fans. So I think from an energy standpoint, it's going to be really interesting to sort of see how that's either manufactured or or we have to obviously bring our own energy. But it's it's going to be different. It's just the way it is. And see, that's why you have me, Dave, in the booth with you because I a have little a energy little, rabbit. I have a lot of experience calling games with no fans. All the high school games that I've done <laughs> over the years where there's just a handful of people there. Yeah. I, so I totally understand it. And, and it's going to be an interesting challenge. I agree, but I, I, as much experience as you have calling games, and you, you'll be like Kevin Harlan. Kevin hey, Harlan killed it. I, we'll just be happy to call the game. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. I mean, I don't, it, listen, whether we're in the stadium, we're in a studio, I mean, I think we're going to be in the stadium. I hope so. 
but no matter where we are, we're going to be excited to bring you Broncos football. We're just we're going to be excited to bring you something to be able to watch watch the NFL. I tell my kids all the time, especially when we have like a four o'clock in the afternoon game, and you know it's that's that time is even tough for parents of players to get to the game. And so I always remind my kids the night before when I talk to them, like, listen, tomorrow is a BYOE. You got to bring your own energy. We got to bring our own energy. It's not going to be, you know, 8,000 people. We sometimes get that for a game, five, six, seven, 8,000 people. Not going to be that. Band might not be there. Not going to be playing the fight song. We're going to have to bring our own energy to this game tomorrow afternoon. So that's pretty much what I, I think it's going to be fascinating to see how NFL guys uh, sort of adjust to that. Because, I mean, they never – stop and think about this. An, an NBA player, like they play sometimes in the spring league, and they'll play in, in front of virtually no fans from time to time. You can play basketball in an open gym. I mean, NFL guys never play a game without – 70,000-plus fans in the stadium. That's part of what really brings the excitement and the energy and the juice to players are those fans in the stands, whether they're predominantly fans rooting for you or also on the road when they can't stand you. But you get hyped up based on the atmosphere. That's not going to be the case this year. And I'm, I'm really anxious to see how some of these NFL guys are able to, to manifest their own energy source without fans there. Yeah, you're gonna have to be a real pro, and you got to stay focused. Uh, it, it's gonna be a challenge. I think it's gonna be a challenge for some players, uh, where you can maybe get a little uh, lose your uh, your energy level, lose your focus a yep. little bit because yep. you won't have that edge that the fans provide. I feel like it's worked well for the UFC. I don't know what it is, but watching a UFC fight with no fans, it's it's almost a little more interesting in some way because you can hear everything. Yep. The punches, the the kicks, the corners yelling out at them. Baseball, I feel like it's working okay for baseball. Baseball is a very slow game, and many times during a, a baseball broadcast, it's real quiet, you know, and, and so you're kind of used to it. Uh, last night watching NBA was the first time I thought it was a stark contrast Yeah. between a real NBA game with fans, and I think you're right. I think we'll see the same thing in the NFL. The the NBA, and again, happy that there are, are games for us to watch and enjoy, but both those games were really sloppy yesterday. You could tell that these guys have been off for the better part of four months, and now even even ramping up in a rapid fashion, it, it still had a, a very much of a preseason, sort of an exhibition game feel to it. And I suspect, honestly, with the NFL, the first, uh, assuming we get 16 games, I think the first two or three or maybe even three or four, first quarter of the season, with no preseason games, you're going to see an abundance of um, plays where it's like, what what are we doing? Whether that means jumping off sides or, I mean, to me, that would be the biggest thing that would concern me as a coach, trying to eliminate as best you can in the period of time allowed to prepare for the regular season without preseason games. You know, self-inflicted wounds, right? I mean, false starts. Um, you're going to get holding penalties, missed tackles, 
all the things that you you try to work out of your system and out of your team during the preseason, and a lot of that is in preseason games for young guys, you're not going to have that this year. So I suspect that you're going to have some of that sort of bad play, I guess would be how I would put it, uh, in the first quarter of the season. I can't wait, though. Me too. I'm excited. I'm really, really excited about it. There's still a lot of a lot of unknowns. Uh, how many How many of us will be in the booth for the broadcast? Right. How's that going to work? Uh, yep. Will we be able to travel with the team? Yep. Will we be flying commercial? Will we be taking that John Madden tour bus from city to city? Ooh. Which is an option. Maybe. If we didn't have to work during the week and I didn't have to coach high school football, then maybe the John Madden tour bus. Because John used to literally leave. Of course, he was the lead announcer, color analyst for CBS for many, many years. He and his partner, Pat Summerall. Pat would fly into the games, get there uh, normally either Thursday night, but certainly for meetings on Friday. That's how the network crew operates. But John would leave on the bus like on Tuesday. He'd take all week. What would his wife go with him, or I, I does he have a wife? I don't even. Yeah, know yeah, yeah. He, he does. Okay. I, I'm not sure she did. I imagine she took a few oh. trips, right? He just hated flying that much. Yeah, that he'd I, rather rather get on a tour bus. Yeah, I can tolerate flying no problem, but I think it would be kind of cool to be able to just tour the country like that in a bus. Could You're you go- do your Fox morning show on the bus? I think we could. I think with the technology today, as long as we had... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high-fiver? I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Wi-Fi. Yeah, we could do we could do uh, radio shows along the way. I mean, look at us, look at what we're doing right now. I mean, Rick is in Molokai. I'm sitting in Puerto Vallarta, and we're talking to people here in Denver, and nobody even knows. Nobody even knows we're not here. Yeah, and Grant's back at the studio. Yeah, in Denver. I mean, that's the magic of radio. How's now. the weather in Denver, Grant? It's a beautiful morning, actually. It's kind of nice. lonely back here without you, though. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's raining in Hawaii right now. You know that hurricane just skirted by a couple of days ago. Yeah, it's humid. It it's some humid rain. in yeah, Mexico. It, yeah. But at least you can see the ocean from where you're It at. is pretty. It's beautiful. You know what I mean? By the way, for those that are wondering, we're just kidding. <laughs> we're just kidding. <laughs> Stephen on the road joins us on KOA News Radio and the iHeart Radio yeah. app. Good morning, Stephen. Stephen? You push the button? I think we lost Stephen, which means Sam and Greeley is next on KOA. Hi. Hi, Sam. Hi. Glad to be, to- I'm glad to be talking to you. I have a question for you. Sure. That... Blackouts are contingent on ticket sales, and I would think that that's out the window right now. But mm. they seem to be doing it the way they've always done it. Uh, that makes sense to me. 
What do you think? Yeah, I I think that's something the NFL is going to have to visit and and well, readjust. And in fact, I, I believe they have. I think they've lifted the the blackout rule. Normally, I mean, uh, games have to be sold out at a certain time during the week. Otherwise, they are blacked out in that local market. I, I don't think that rule is going to be in existence this year in the NFL. Millennial Grant, were, did you – hang on a second. Well, yeah, I was just going to say with Sam, I ran into this the other day when I was trying – the Rockies and the A's were on ESPN the yeah. other day. Yeah. And I went to watch it on ESPN because I don't get the other channel. And it said blacked out in your market. I thought, how is that even possible when, it, like Sam said, it's contingent on ticket sales and there are no sales to tickets or, you know, to the game? So well, how can they still black out the game? You mean, you mean it was blacked out here? Here. Well, because Denver. the game was on AT&T. So, so ESPN t broadcast that's right. on top of AT&T's local broadcast? I, I believe that okay, is true. that makes sense. Sam, anything else? That, that that's it. Uh, but, yeah, every ticket that can be sold has been sold. Yeah. Again, it, what we can do is is try to uh, confirm that with the Broncos, but I believe that is going to be lifted this year. I mean, it would make no sense yeah. if NFL teams are giving their season ticket holders the option as to whether or not to, you know, refund their season tickets, whether or not to move what they've already paid, into next year, into 2021. Um, if they're giving season ticket holders those options, then I, I can't imagine the teams would enforce the blackout rule. It makes no sense at all. I never thought about that, but that's a good question that he brought up. I wouldn't think there'd be any blackouts this year. Yeah. I think the NFL is going to need all of the uh, all of the help they can get from fans watching on TV because they're not going to be at the game. And uh, that just kind of adds a little bit of of uh, fuel and momentum to the uh, the focus uh, getting back on the National Football League. And I think I think more people than ever will watch games on TV. We've seen it happen with uh, baseball. I don't know what the ratings were last night on the NBA, but I bet they were big. Had to be. And I think the NFL is going to experience the same thing. More people will watch than, uh, than even usual. 303-713-8585 is the number. Dave Logan and Rick Lewis, Kathy Lee off rejoining the show on Monday. We're going to have Bud Black join us 9:35 that's coming up on KOA News Radio. I even got Rick Lewis air drumming and Rick Lewis is a real drummer. Yeah, it's infectious. Welcome to my world, Rick. I love it. Uh, Love it. You know what this music means? It means we've got Bud Black with us, skipper of the Colorado Rockies. I should say skipper of the first place Rockies. And I know, you know, I was chastised a little bit, so we were on the show because we were excited about the start. I know it's only five games, but so what? They've had pretty good, more than pretty good starting pitching. They're four and one. This team won 28 games away from home last year. They've already won four. And we're going to welcome the uh, skipper of the Colorado Rockies. Rockies home opener tonight against the San Diego Padres from Coors Field. Bud Black. Bud, it's Dave and Rick. Good morning. How are you doing, Skip? I'm doing well, boys. Good to hear your voice. Yeah. Uh, good to be back here in Denver. Absolutely. So Rick and I, and Kathy's not here today, but we're we're all stoked about the start of your team. And I and I know, I know. Listen, you've got 
what would it be, 55 more games, at least hopefully so. And so this is a small sample size. But based on sort of the track record of the starting pitching, at least last year, and what they've been able to accomplish this year, you know, you've got to be really excited with the start of your team as well. For sure. I think that uh, our starting pitchers a year older uh, went through some difficult times last year that they didn't really go through in 17 and 18. Uh, so it was a great learning experience for them last year and then over the winter time to make some, uh, in some cases, some big adjustments and some other guys, uh, some minor adjustments. But, you know, the four guys who started, you know, these first five games are in a really good spot confidence-wise and where their stuff is. So we're we're happy about that. And obviously the bullpen uh, did a really nice job on the road. So again, we got to carry that over. Uh, you got to pitch to win. I really like our lineup and we haven't really hit on all cylinders yet, but you know, so far so good. Hey bud, regarding uh, COVID, we, we are aware of all the challenges that you guys have had in practicing and travel and trying to stay in somewhat of a bubble. What have been the challenges on the field uh, regarding COVID when you're actually playing the game? Uh, what do you have to really be careful of? Well, I think with, you know, the guys, there's, you know, there's always uh, in the history of game, there's banter, you know, whether you're on first base at times, depending on who you are and, 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 and how you play your game, you know, just the conversations with the first baseman conversation with the umpire, uh, you know, the interaction just around, you know, all the bases, depending on the situation. Uh, I think the, the thing that guys are, are having to come to, to come to grips with is just sort of the, uh, the distancing away from, uh, you know, the, on the field and in the dugout, you know, those of us who aren't playing the coaching staff, again, you know, there's just the spacing and the distancing and a little bit of the conversation and the mask wearing, which is, you know, becoming more comfortable, but just the in-game conversation, you know, talking about the game, talking strategy, coaching, uh, player to coach, player to player, uh, you know, some of those things are, uh, you really got to be aware of, of what you're doing. But if you would talk a little bit about Daniel Bard and you first as a player and now obviously as a longtime manager, you've been in baseball for a long time, I mean, I've followed baseball for many, many years. I love the game. I, I can't think of, I'm sure there have been, but I can't think of too many guys that have been away from baseball for the length of time that he has and now in his mid-30s is able to step back in and have the kind of stuff that he apparently has. Have you seen anything similar to that sort of, story in your experience uh have not uh you know i think in uh you know in baseball you know or maybe golf it gives you the best opportunity to come back either a, a golfer or a pitcher if if you're able to maintain uh you know a, a regimen of physicality and keeping yourself in shape and and have you know the you know, the gift of a natural arm stroke and, and, you know, arm strength, it can, it can happen. And then we're seeing it before our eyes with Daniel, but to, to be away for that long and to be away for, you know, what, you know, what basically had, what he had was the yips hmm. uh, and to come back and, and, 
be in a spot where he is now confidence-wise, talent-wise. It's, it's quite a story. But, you know, Daniel was a, he was a talented player, you know, out of the draft. He was a number one pick. Uh, he was a college standout, uh, got to Boston, performed, and then it, uh, you know, got away from him. Uh, but here again, a, a guy who has got a good body, stayed in shape, and and who knows, maybe at some point in the back of his mind, he uh, he had always hoped to come back, and here it is now, uh, you know, reality. So it's, it's really, really unheard of, but. Uh, you know, what a story if this pans out. And like I said, I mean, he's been throwing the ball great as two outings in two outings in, you know, in, 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 in competition that counts, but it looked good all the way going back to Scottsdale. And even when, when we reconvened in Denver, it looked right. We're talking to Bud Black, manager of the uh, Rockies. Dave and I were talking earlier about watching the uh, NBA last night on TV and UFC fights and, uh, some baseball games. Do you uh, think there is any home field advantage for baseball in particular? You guys just been on the road and played five games. Now you're coming home with no fans in the stands. Yeah. Is, is there any advantage? I don't. You know, it, if it is, it's minimal. Just maybe being back in the you know the comfort of your home ballpark and some of the routines that you go through. But as you guys watched, I mean, there were some, there were some big spots in Texas when we were, you know, on the mound and on defense where they had bases loaded, you know, they had a couple guys on with no outs where normally, you know, the crowd would be, you know, super loud mm. and there would be a, you know, an energy for the home team, you know, in, a, in offensive situations, but you know, that's not present, right. And even, even in Oakland, uh, same thing. They, they threatened a couple of times, but there was no home, home crowd energy helping the offense. So, uh, I mean, I, I think it really takes the home field advantage out with, with no fans. Buddy, last question for me. Um, as, as a player, let me take you back to your playing days. Uh, and this will be an unrealistic question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. And and you, I, I take you as a player. I move you into the 2017, 18, 19, and 2020 seasons. And let's just say you, you make it to the World Series and the Astros – beat your team in the World Series. Does a young Bud Black the next year out, once it's uncovered as to what happened with the stealing signs electronically, does a young Bud Black plunk one of the Astros right between the shoulder blades the first time up? Uh, No. uh, That does not happen. Okay. Uh, Again, I think there's a... uh, you know, we all know what transpired. Uh, you know, I think that, you know, that scar will always sort of be with the Astros. Yep. But I would not, no. Okay. Good enough, bud. It's it's a great start. We sure appreciate you coming on the show. Good luck. I know you guys have a extended homestand, maybe, uh, as they like to say, some time to make some hay. But uh, get after them and uh, continue success. We'll talk soon. Okay, guys. Talk to you. Uh, talk to you soon. Enjoy tonight. Hopefully, uh, John can uh, twirl a gem and and we can uh, swing the bats and have a good night. Absolutely. We're uh, Thanks, we're Buck. counting on that. That's Buddy Black, skipper of the Colorado Rockies, uh, four and one. They're in first place in the National League West. They've had outstanding starting pitching. I mean, right now and again, five games in. I know sample size is small, but their starting pitching ranks in the top five of baseball in just about every single category. That was a good question you posed to him at the end. He really had to think about that 
the young but black question. I'm not I, sure. I, I'm- With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. I'm not sure I'd be able to be as magnanimous as Bud. Yeah, I almost followed up with, how about an old Bud Black? What would he do? (laughs) But we ran out of time. Yeah. Um, Because I thought thought about that. I thought he probably would say yes. Yeah, and and obviously the Dodgers um, did. And that uh, relief pitcher, who's not even on the Dodgers, when the Dodgers faced the Astros in the, what would that have been, the 17 World Series? Yeah. Gets an eight-game suspension, eight games out of a sixty-game yeah. schedule. Uh, I, I I just think baseball has screwed this thing up, and I do think I think it's easy to second-guess uh, decisions that are made. And in this case, I'm going to follow suit. I'm going to second-guess. Uh, although I said when baseball announced what they would do, which was basically not much to the Houston Astros, if I'm Rod Rob Manfred at that point, I've I've got to take. Even ceremoniously, I've got to take the World Series title from Houston. I, I I just have to. If you found out, and evidently they concluded that they were stealing signs electronically, which gave which gave them, you know, more than just a little bit of an advantage, I, I think you have to say, I'm not gonna give the World Series trophy to the Dodgers, but I am taking it from you, and you will not be able to at your home park celebrate in any way with pennants, banners, or the like the 2017 World Series championship. Joe Kelly, the pitcher, didn't play for the Dodgers in 2017. Yeah, Yeah. but he uh, it it feels like he got punished more than the Astros did for cheating. Eight games. That's a lot in a 60-game season. You're right. Did you see Jared Weaver, the former Angel who pitched for them forever, his tweet about it? No. He said, eight games, what a joke. MLB is so soft anymore, it's kind of embarrassing. People should just keep cheating because apparently there is a zero-game suspension for that. And I think that's a sentiment oh. that a lot of people around yeah. the major leagues feel. That makes sense to me. I mean, I think baseball erred. I, th- I think it was right there for the commissioner to, to make a statement, to say, okay, I'm vacating the championship. I, I have no other, no other recourse. But instead of doing that, he does nothing, which then, to me, players dislike even more 
and they carry the bitterness and anger. They'd have carried it anyway, but I think it escalates uh, in both of those categories, and so you see what you saw. Now, I, I will say this. Carlos Correa um, and, you know, Bregman, the guys that had the ball go by their head at 96, I thought they showed pretty good restraint from not making a bigger deal of that. And then I think when Kelly walks off the mound and he's going through all of, you know, those gyrations and blowing kisses and all that, it takes some real restraint not to not to say, okay, then let's let's just let's just forget about the social distancing guidelines and let's get this out of our system right now. We've talked about this before regarding baseball. It it feels like you can cheat as long as you don't get caught. I'm going to go on back for as long as I've been watching baseball. And and when you think of the major sports, is there a sport where there's more cheating done than in baseball? I can't think of one. And it's okay. Everybody knows you're doing what you're doing. Just don't get caught. And you have Hall of Famers, baseball Hall of Famers, that everybody knew was cheating. And they got away with it. And, and looking back on it, they laugh about it. The guys yeah. like Gaylord Perry and and people like that that were doctoring baseball successfully, and they knew how to do it, uh, where they didn't get caught. So maybe that's a part of this with the Houston Astros stealing signs. They got caught, but like, yeah, you know, you guys, you're just trying to get an edge like everybody else, and they, I don't think they punished them enough. No, I don't either. I don't either. I think they, I think they missed out on that. Three zero three seven one three eight five eight five is the contact number five six six nine zero. On our text line, uh, Keith is going to join us on KOA News Radio. Morning, Keith. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, just wanted to ask you guys, uh, how's Dragon doing, man? Uh, have you guys heard from him, or what's going on? Yeah, I talked to him a couple of days ago, uh, Keith. He uh, is losing weight like crazy right now. Really? I think he's oh, lost uh, about 26 or 27 pounds in 25 days. Nice. Yeah, phenomenal wow. weight loss that he's doing right now, and... You know, trying to do something productive with his off time. Would you say he looks spelt? Oh. Not yet, but he's getting there. He he said that's, he got up to 346 pounds. I, that's why I feel comfortable saying that. Wow. He put that on his Instagram. Wow. 346 wow. pounds. Yeah. Wow. Hey, uh, Rick, uh, now, my, when my wife gets back, man, she's a lawyer, man. Now, are you sure about this this corona, uh, corona beer thing with the hat and the line, man? She'll represent you, get you paid if you got the evidence, man. Your wife is a lawyer that would represent me in the Lyman, the Corona thing? Uh, yeah, we need to if, sit if down. Yeah. It's hard to prove, man. <laughs> That's the thing. It's hard to prove. You know, that yeah, was a I long time you. ago. I hear you. And Dave, Dave, Dave would be a hard liner at, uh, as far as being the Major League Baseball commissioner, man. Well, listen. I, I don't know if I'd be a hard but, liner, but, he's but right. I, he's right. he, he's I I right, I take that World Series trophy. I I would have done that absolutely. If if after the investigation you came to the conclusion that they're they're stealing signs electronically, and oh by the way, they win a very hotly contested World Series that year. That, that I totally agree with. Got to go. Man. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. It's no it's no room for for that kind of uh, activity at any level in sports at all. Period. At all, but I just wanted to know how Dragon was doing. Hey, Dragon, if you're listening, we miss you, buddy. Hey, you guys have a great day. Thank you, thank yep. you, Keith. And I think he is listening. We hear from him, yeah, almost every day. He sends me some bumper music suggestions still every once in a while. Nice, 
that smell when we were talking about Rick's memories yesterday on the. Oh, that Fox. was dragons. That was dragons' okay, idea. Good, good work, dragons. Well, the smell. That smell by Leonard Skinner. Oh, that smell. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Song. Yeah. 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 We're gonna uh, just after the top of the hour, we're gonna talk with Curtis Eubanks. Uh, Curtis has an interesting story. Uh, Curtis, we have uh, we have come to know he is a real life Forrest Gump. You might not know what that means, but you're just going to stay tuned. We're going to talk with Curtis at uh, 10.05. By the way, at 9.54, another chance to win 1000 bucks Coming up here in about six minutes, right after the 10 o'clock news. Keyword for cash on KOA News Radio. So, Curtis Eubanks, uh, again, will join us uh, at 10.06. And then we're, we've got plenty of other things to, uh, to talk about as well. Did you see the story? about Eubanks, Rick? I did. About yep. uh, w- what he has done? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I w- I'm interested to know uh, what drove him to do this and how he was able to stay that focused for, what, it took like seven years Yeah. to do what he did. Ba- basically, to sort of put, for those that don't know, put this uh, in a concise way, he has run every single street in Denver. I mean, every single street and it's taken, as Rick said, about, it's almost seven years to do so. Not exactly sure. We're going to hear from him. Quite an accomplishment. Not what prompted this move. Uh, Rick, you and I, we've done a lot of things in our career, but we can't say that we've done this. I don't think I could even ride my e-bike on every street in Denver. The e-bike, the one you don't have to pedal to move? You do have to pedal to move it. Oh, you do? Let's let's make that clear, Dave. You, it's pedal. It's uh, electrical assist. So pedal assist. So once you pedal you to, to pedal. move, can you move without pedaling? Uh, the motor turns off when you stop pedaling, so you have to pedal to move. Does the motor run hotter when you pedal faster? It's got uh, this one has like four different speeds on it. You know, for just a mild pedal assist to, uh, I think it's called turbo, which is like a lot of pedal assist. Can you pedal nice and easy? And hit turbo and still go fast? Relatively, yes. Okay. <laughs> Relatively. I, I'm just trying to figure out whether I want one of these yeah. bikes. Oh, you're gonna want one. You if you ride mine, you're gonna you'll go get one. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm gonna get on the back of your, your cycle too, motorcycle. And I'll probably wind up buying you'll, you'll want to get a motorcycle. Yeah. Let me take you for a ride. Dave. Yes. You know, I've been waiting for this <laughs> invitation. How long? Nine fifty five is the time. Dave Logan and Rick Lewis. Kathy's back with us on Monday on KOA News Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Got a mouthful of food, so it's Rick Lewis here for Dave Logan. You just outed me. <laughs> Gosh, uh, uh, Brenda, who is the uh, Grand Poobah here at uh, iHeart, we thank her because she she just stopped in and uh, bought us uh, from, I believe from Panera, some uh, breakfast goodies. And then uh, a nice note about our 30-year anniversary, which was very nice. So thank you, Brenda. Yes, thank you, Brenda. Appreciate and, that. Uh, and JoJo and everybody here uh, that has expressed 30-year anniversary, what do you call it, wishes? Congratulations. Uh, congratulations. Yeah, it's very cool. And all of the uh, listeners. If, it, if it's condolences, probably not as good. Not, I, I almost said condolences for some reason. Yeah, we don't want that. 30-year anniversary 
Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, everybody here has been very cool about that. And, and listeners, thank you so much. And Yeah. Uh, I, I want you to know I posted uh, a 30-year message, if you follow me on social media, that pretty much says it all on there. What did you say? Because I maybe I should, but I don't follow you. What? You, you, I, don't, you don't. I qualified it by saying maybe I should. Uh, well, I thanked you. And, oh, well, thank you. You're and, welcome. And I thanked uh, you know people that really mean a lot to me uh, in this journey, and, and more importantly, my wife. Yeah, I gave my wife. You should thank a lot her. of credit. Yeah, because she has been amazingly supportive, and I think I and said patient this, and patient. I said this on the air. I think earlier this week when we moved here from Denver or moved here to Denver 30 years ago, my wife was born and raised in Southern California. Right. Her whole family was there, and she agreed to come here, you know, so I could chase my dream, basically. Well, she already signed on. Yeah, but she, you know, she could have said, no, I think I want to stay here. You know, this is where I live. I like it here. This is where my family is. Yep. And by the way, that's where all my family was at the time, too. But she, she supported the decision, and... She's been with me the whole way. That's why I think so, she deserves the medal. I totally agree. You know and what I mean? I posted a picture of, of her and I together and with a nice thank you. And I mentioned you, Dave, my multi-talented partner, Dave Logan and well, Kathy Lee. And, bless your heart, Rick. And thank everybody. You. So if thank you follow me on social same way media, about you. at one Rick Lewis on Twitter and Instagram, you can, you can read that message, see the picture, and it pretty much says it all. Yep. Well, congratulations. And again, thanks, Brenda. Appreciate uh, appreciate the breakfast. And Rick was right. I did have a, whatever that was, egg dish. An egg thing. Wrapped in a, it was good. Yeah. Panera's got good uh, good food. So anyway, thank you very much. By the way, another chance to win 1000 bucks coming up uh, at the 11 o'clock or just after the 11 o'clock news. Keyword for cash. On KOA News Radio, you don't want to miss that. Before we went to our last uh, news break, I had mentioned uh, that we were going to have Curtis Eubanks with us. Curtis, and he's going to join us uh, in a moment. He actually has run every street in Denver. I mean, every single street: the Denver Federal Center, uh, the Denver Jail. Highway-only streets, Santa Fe and Pena Boulevard. He's running the exclusive polo club. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Brain fog. Insomnia. Moodiness. Achy joints. Weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. 
A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Gated community, not sure how I got in there. But uh, Curtis joins us now on uh, KOA News Radio. Curtis, good morning. It's Dave Logan and Rick Lewis. How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely. So, gosh, let me let me just jump in and start by saying w- what prompted you to do something like this. Where, what was the genesis of the idea? Yeah, yeah, it's a great question. I ask myself the same question all the time. Um, I wish I could say it was for a good cause like, you know, raising money for cancer or some kind of lucrative scholar, a sponsorship from Nike. But I just got bored of running the same streets over and over again. That's kind of the reason I did it. Um, uh, I actually ran Lakewood first. I live in Lakewood, work downtown. And uh, a few years ago, uh, this guy made this application on, online called City Strides uh, with the tagline, run every street in your city. I thought, oh. Well, that sounds like an interesting challenge because I like to do these challenges, especially these completion challenges. And so I uh, signed up. And um, what it does, it basically has the borders of, of all these different uh, uh, cities. And it takes your data. You know how cyclists and runners, they use all the Strava and, and Garmin, all these apps? Yep. It, take, it takes the running data or the cycling data from there and imports it. And... Um, it says, okay, you finish, you know, this percent or this many streets or whatever. It's got it all on there and maps it out. So, uh, yeah, I just, I just did it to relieve boredom. Huh. Just to relieve boredom. So there's 948 streets in Lakewood. You ran them all. And how many total yeah. streets in Denver? Uh, it's about 2,000. Huh. Um, I mean, some of the streets that they show on there are private streets, and I don't normally run private streets unless I know somebody like I do in the polo club. Um, I don't want to get arrested. Uh, although sometimes I do go in those streets anyway, but, but yeah, there's 2000. It took me, uh, took me five years uh, to do Denver. Do you have a a sponsor, you know, Nike or Brooks or (laughs) some running shoe company? Nobody? No, no. I'm doing the, I'm doing the miles anyway, because I, uh, I'm a long distance runner and I, I, I race marathons. I mean, I'm, totally average, like right in the middle of the pack, but um, you don't have to be fast to run every street in the city. No, but it's a great story and obviously is a huge commitment. And it took you, what, almost seven years to do it? For for those two cities, yeah. Yeah, about a year and a half for Lakewood and five years for Denver, which I just completed this month. And how do your feet feel? Oh, fine. You know, I didn't do any more or fewer miles than I was doing anyway uh, when I'm doing my training for marathons. So just trying to keep it up, uh, especially between races like we are now during the pandemic. So did, did you have a map and you, you basically checked off every street uh, right after that, that day's run? I mean, how did you, how did you keep track of where you had been other than just in your mind? Yeah. So, so the map, the, the app I was talking about, the city strides, that, that checks off all the streets for you, but you still got to have a plan. I mean, Denver's huge. There's yeah. 78 different official neighborhoods in Denver. 
And uh, when you try to attack something that big, you got to go one piece at a time. So I just select the ones that were closest to my office and started running those first. So I'll have like one or two neighborhoods and running on running it at, at, at one time. And then when I finish, I'll go to the next one. Well, I'm glad you got recognition for this. Did, did you have to put a press release out or how, how did the media find out about it? Yeah, one of my buddies from work, uh, actually, <laughs> they got together and, and put together um, a press release uh, and then just started calling around. But uh, for me, it's, it was just enough to have my, my runner friends know on Strava and Facebook that, hey, I ran this thing. Nice. Now, did you encounter uh, any, how would I say, dicey situations you ever encounter while, while running in any particular neighborhood, any sort of problem? Anybody want to yeah. get you the hell out of the neighborhood? How'd that work out? Well, it's funny. It's, there was more fear than actual problems uh, with people. I was never accosted by a person during all that time. Uh, dogs are another story, though. I mean, hmm. people have their off-leash uh, dogs, especially in some of the sketchier neighborhoods. And uh, some of them are pretty aggressive. Um, the smaller the dog, the more aggressive it is. And sometimes they'll... They'll chase you, you know, a half mile or even even further sometimes. So wow, that was the the biggest problem was trying to deal with the dogs. I didn't I don't carry any mace or any weapons or anything like that, but uh, dogs can outrun you a person. So just gotta kind of stop and hope that they stop too. One actually, there was one dog that uh, was actually about to bite me in one neighborhood, and uh, I think it was an abandoned dog. It seemed like it, and two cop cars just came um, and stopped right between me and the dog at the point he was about to bite. Huh. Did they arrest um, him? Well, <laughs> yeah, <funny>. they <laughs> put him in doggy call. jail. Yeah. yeah. Huh. They, they actually were going to, they actually did call animal, uh, animal control, which is the same huh. thing, I guess, as yeah. arresting a dog. Yeah. It doesn't feel good to get bit by a dog. I don't know if you've ever had that happen, Dave. It's not a good oh, yeah. feeling. Yeah, yeah, it's for sure. Pretty nasty. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, you look really fit. We're looking at a picture of you here. You look like you're really fit. You look like a runner. Well, thank you. I feel like a runner. Yep. So what's what's the next, before we let you go, and we're talking uh, to Curtis Eubanks. He, he ran every single street um, in Denver over a seven, almost a seven-year period. What's the next uh, big thing for you? What's on the agenda? Yeah, I want to I want to do more uh, racing and try to actually get a little bit faster. So I want to qualify for Boston. Um, I want to run all the the world marathon majors. So there's like six of those: Tokyo, Boston, London, Berlin, Chicago. Uh, that would be great if I could get into those. But I think I'll I'll take a rest from running big cities for now because um, it's just I just need a little time to. To recover from all that. Just out of curiosity, what do you what do you do for a living? What's your job? I'm a I'm a technologist, so I work for a, a technology startup in Denver. Okay, cool story, Curtis. Thanks for coming on. Uh, you, you as they, they would have said in Forrest Gump, you done good. So uh, enjoy it, and uh, thanks for your time. We appreciate it. All right, thank you very much. You bet, yeah. Curtis Eubanks. Every single street in Denver. He started in Lakewood, which is where I grew up. So he ran every street in Lakewood, then every yep. street in Denver, and um, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that is quite the accomplishment. He actually counted the streets in Lakewood. He ran every single one of them, nine hundred and forty-eight streets. So I was going to ask him if he ran on uh, 
17th and Cody, which is where I grew up. Where you grew up. Yeah. Yep. Probably did. Uh, I'm sure he did. Probably ran right by that little duplex. You grew up in a duplex? We, My mom and dad and I rented, uh, well, I didn't rent. I didn't have to pay rent as a kid, but my mom and dad rented half of a, of a duplex. And that's where I lived. In, in Dill, Lakewood. In Lakewood, right off of. How about in high school? West Colfax. When I was, uh, before I went into, it's either 7th or 8th, they moved into the only house that I ever lived in as a kid that my mom, after my dad passed, lived in until she moved in with us about four years ago. So that was right off 32nd Avenue, and that was in the Wheat Ridge. Area. Okay, so yeah. So moved from Lakewood to Wheat Ridge. And you guys just sold that. Yeah. So you had that, she had that house for a long time. Gosh, I want to say mid-60s maybe. Really? Late, late yeah. Was it new when your dad bought it? I don't think so. I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't think so. Yeah. It's right by the Applewood Swim Club. It's like 32nd uh, Avenue. Uh, and about a block east of Sims, and one block south of 32nd, up a little hill. I know exactly where that yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. So you could walk. I live on you that could side walk of town. to high school. You could, you could. Uh, yeah, it was great. It was a great area. To Good grow place up. to grow up. Absolutely, man. You, you, you brought up. Do your feet hurt? My feet were hurting just listening to him. You know that's why I brought it up. Same here. Uh, <laughs> Um, I can't imagine doing that. I've never been that type of runner. I've always been a, uh, uh, more of a sprinter in just about everything I do, everything I did in sports as well. I've never been a long distance runner. I think the longest I've ever run at one time in my life is about three miles, maybe four. Really? I yeah. I just, uh, I, running. it just, there's forest never really interested me. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, you know, when I was younger, I I could I would do it just to stay fit. But you know what? It's it's really it's a really good way to keep your weight down. Oh sure, it works really really well. And you know, as you get older and your body starts breaking down, most people just can't run like that anymore. Your body won't won't let you do it. This yeah. guy, I don't know how old he is, but uh, he's one of those guys. You know, my wife is one of those people too, where she can still run. You know, real sturdy. You know, uh, legs and knees and feet and ankles and all that. But does a woman like to be called sturdy? I'm just asking. I'm not sure if that's a compliment, but she is sturdy. You I know, mean, I'm not, she really know. is. She she's got a lot of muscle on her. Okay. Yeah. You know, you're you're able to to say that. I've never seen when you stop and think about it. And I I was back back when I was running. I ran up until probably I don't know four or five years ago. You did? Oh yeah. Oh, I wow. loved. I loved. Long distance running. You loved it. Like I how, loved how it. many miles? I would go probably three times a week, more than six miles a time. I'm somewhere between six and ten. Good for you. I've never been that guy. Yeah. Even when I could have done it, I, all, I didn't. It, it was the only thing that I found that really would would clear my head. Yeah. If I were, if I was distressed about something or anxious or uh, pissed or whatever. I could go on that run, and by the time I got back, my head was clear. And I've never it. been – I love to work out, it. but I've never been able to find anything to replace that. I'm completely in the same boat as you with that. That is – running is by far my favorite form of exercise. Yep. And it's an escape. 
you focus on that one thing. Yeah. I'll either throw in my favorite music or a podcast or whatever, and you can just get away from everything. I totally so get that's it. My, that's my reason I do it. I do that on my motorcycle. I've always done that where it's like when you're riding your motorcycle, it's blowing all the negative energy right off of you. Just being on the bike, we call it throttle therapy. But I totally get the running thing. Throttle well. therapy. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, and I guess those of you that ride motorcycles, you totally get that. And runners get that as well. There's a thing called a runner's high. Yeah. That you get. Yeah. And I've had it before, you know, but I don't think I've ever run more than three or four miles at one time. It's sort of sad to think you'll never have it again. I'll never be able to do it. You and, and I will never. That is sad. Yeah. We'll never have the runner's high. Can you get Can you get a runner's high if you run up the stairs? Probably not. Over and over again? No, just once. Just one, just one time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the goal? One time up the stairs? Well, I mean, stadium stairs. You ever used to run stadium yes, stairs? Yes, all the time. I mean, that was good Good lower body workout, good aerobic workout. And that, Red that Rock, tests you a little bit. Red Rock stairs, I did that a year or two ago. And that's a heck of a workout. You ran up the red at stairs at Red Rocks yeah. with, a, with a, somebody else's hip? I did, yep. Yeah. How, how was your hip after that? It doesn't bother me going up. It's worse going down. But how was it the next day? Fine. It was fine. But but it was quite the cardio workout. Oh, yeah. And I think I had Lucky with me. Yeah. So Lucky. She probably know, loved it. Uh, she, yeah. It's right? Nothing for her. But I, I did it more than once, too. And I thought, okay, that's pretty cool. I can still. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Do this. going uh, Seriously, Dave, going down the steps was harder than going up for me with the hip. Well, going downstairs is one of the things that, that really stresses the knee joint. I mean, you're fine walking upstairs or running upstairs, but when you come downstairs, there, there's a significant amount of torque on that yeah. on your ACL. I mean, that's oh, you got to you got to be it's careful. Whatever it is, careful yeah, doing that. It doesn't feel good. No. Thus, you just get on a motorcycle. Yeah. Or you could do it on a maybe a treadmill, a bicycle. Yeah. You know, you could get the same kind of high. You want another one of them sandwiches? We're doing that. Yeah, during the break. Pretty good. We have any left? Yeah, there's two over Grant, here. did you get one yet, Grant? I've got mine. Okay. Thank you for yeah, looking out I'll, for I'll me. I'll take some more. We appreciate that, Brenda. We're going to be fat tomorrow, but we're off. 1026 the time. This is KOA News Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is ELO. 
right? Sounds like Jeff Lynn, yeah. I thought that was Leon Russell at the beginning, up on a tight wire or tightrope. Or... Were you an ELO guy? I liked him okay. They're okay. What was that one? Yeah, that one was, that, it was more a, of an instrumental. It was all instrumental. Yeah, that one, um, I can't think of the name of it right now, but that was a good song. I like ELO. Rick, I go to you for my rock question. Yeah, it's hard for me to think of song titles when there's another song playing in my head. Do you still have the Rick Lewis show on 1035 The Fox? I didn't this which morning. Which is classic rock? I didn't this morning, Dave. Uh, what was that ELO song? That's a good question. I don't know that I ever knew the name of it. I just knew it was it was yeah catchy. It's a little tricky when it's an instrumental. Millennial Grant, do we need to sing to you to do you know that ELO song? I know the one you're talking about. Does it make it harder with another ELO song yes. in the yes, background? Yes, it does. Right yes, now? it does. <laughs> uh, something fire on fire? Or, um, might have been. Fire might be in there. Yeah, I think fire is in the title. Feels like it. Feels like fire. Uh, I, I I will find out. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little research and I'll let you know. I bet Millennial Grant the, will find it the, before yeah, you. Yeah, the ELO instrumental. Instrumental. ELO instrumental. Yep. Fire on high. Fire yep. on high. No, I almost I got it. it. Almost got it. Although I don't remember the first part of the song, evidently. Is this fire on? Oh, yeah. Now I do. There you go. I've heard these are some of the most fun concerts to go to. Because you can literally get up, go get a beer, use the restroom, come back, and the same song is still playing. <laughs> you don't miss the entire concert. The ultimate jam band. They have like 17-minute songs. Is this the live version? Skipped ahead a little here. No, this is not. This is. Okay, this isn't the one. This, this is not the one you were thinking of. No. I. I know, yeah, I, yes, it is. And they go to the guitar riff right after and, this. And how long is this version? Four and a half minutes. There That's you it? go. Okay. Right here. There you go. There you go. Big keyboard song. Oh, nice air drum. Did you see that air drum fill? I think he's getting Dave better. Oh, Has he gotten man. better over his he's last practicing. couple months? You can tell he's practicing in his spare time. Damn right. Well, he's man. got plenty of it right now. Right? Hey, if you know what? If you're going to take pride in, nice in, in, the, in the performance product, you've got to practice on it. You know what was great about that fill? It was like tasty and it, it, it wasn't overdone. You didn't overdo it. It was just like perfectly tasty drum fill. Man, Thank that was you, Rick. good. That means Dave. a lot. That, that, from you. that was good. It really does. You that, are getting better and it would better. Like, it would like be. It would be similar to if you and I were out just, you know, playing catch, in I don't know, the front of the the building here, and then you said, I said, Rick, run a down and out at about twelve yards, and you got down in a three point stance. I said, no, no, no. Nowadays, receivers have a two point stance. Oh. And so you go down 12 yards, you put that foot, that inside foot at a 45-degree uh, angle, uh. which is a very subtle move of those who know how to run routes, and you sink your hips, little head fake, 
get into and out of your break with precision. Then you catch it. You toe tap, double toe tap right at the sideline. First down. I'd say, Rick, seriously, you ran that route like an NFL wide receiver. That'd be the same sort of mindset I would create Uh. for you as you just did when you said I had a tasty, whatever the hell that means, uh, air drumming. Phil, I I would be so proud if that ever happened. And thank you for sharing that with me that, yeah. that it meant that much to you because yeah. I, I totally get it. The way you, you said that, the analogy, I would be so proud. I yes. might even get a little tear in my eye. We might, we might. You know? uh, there's a little block of grass right out front, the iHeart Media Capital. Yeah. Um, as long as I didn't blow my foot out on that cut. Or your Achilles. Week, or maybe, or possibly an Achilles. Back. I think my knees are good. It's going to be a foot. It's going to be a foot or Achilles problem if anything happens. Uh, but I think it would be worth it to get that compliment from you, Dave Logan. Okay. You know what? Let's do it. I think we should do it. Mike, in uh, somewhere in the DTC on KOA News Radio. Morning, Mike. Hey, good morning, fellas. Um, my odyssey with uh, getting injured and operations and, and keeping at it, I've been both praised and accused of being a complete fool. But uh, at 69, um, I've had, I think, yeah, 32 orthopedic-related surgeries. Oh, my. Um, yeah. And uh, my first one was in 67. I was 16 years old. Playing football, got a terrible turf toe injury. And that's resulted in about a 10 surgeries on that foot over the years. You had, you had surgery um, on your toe? Yeah, on my foot. On oh. it, I tore a you know, turf toe, and I snapped the ligaments and tore the cartilage in my big toe. Yeah. Yeah. And so I had that operated on my junior, but I played. I mean, that's one of the problems. The should have been charged the coaches with child abuse. I was getting injections of Novocaine. Oh boy. Not, you know, Novocaine. How's your, how's your toe now? It's, it's okay. Uh, again, I've had it up. I, I, I still power walk the dog. We did eight miles yesterday. I've had my right knee replaced, my left knee replaced, my right, hip replaced i still get up to red rocks and and i do those stairs i i don't run like i used to i would put in about 50 miles a week at cherry creek mm. until 2011 let me ask but you to then, describe the difference because you brought up the term power walk what's the difference yeah. between a power walk with a dog and a sure. walk with the dog yeah okay well here's what it is i have a boxer rhodesian ridgeback mix and when i put her harness on we walk. I mean, she walks fast, and I have to almost jog mm. to keep up with her. Okay, I'm soaking wet with sweat, but if I if I I'm so glad when she stops it. I mean, even a brief pee is wonderful because I can take a couple deep breaths. Yeah. Okay. Go up and down the hills and in the park, and so that's it. But anyway, I, I you know I, looking back, I I don't think I'd regret. In fact, with the dog. Um, this dog, uh, walking down a steep incline three years ago, she bolted. I didn't mm. let go of the leash and ended up hospitalized with a, uh, with, had to have my shoulder rebuilt because oh, I landed on my shoulder and dislocated it and tore all the rotator cuffs. So, yeah, but I wouldn't, you know, like I'm still active. I stay at it and I feel better for it. And both my knees, by the way, I'm, they're terrific. I could barely walk with both of them as time went on. So anyway, wow. You gotta you gotta keep at it, 
And But on the other hand, I have people say, I go to the weight room, I'm still going, and that's caused my wrists to get carpal, uh, uh, carpal tunnel and, you know, and so forth. But I knocked the hell out of myself. But I, I, I think I'm better man for it right now. And uh, But I, I, I've kind of helped build that new addition at Stedman Hawkins. Well, the, yeah. Mike, thank you. <laughs> Mike is, uh, gosh, he's been through a lot. But good for him. He's yeah. still got a good attitude and and stresses the importance of, like, listen, you got to stay with it. And especially as you get, listen, everybody gets a little bit older and things start to hurt that didn't hurt before. I mean, tomorrow you're going to wake up Saturday morning, and if you're over the age of, I don't know, 47, something tomorrow is going to hurt. Depending on what you do tonight, it could be your head. But something will hurt tomorrow that maybe wasn't hurting today. It's just That's just how life goes. And everybody's living with aches and pains. I don't care what age you are. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, with, with, with a hip replacement, which I had eight years ago now, uh, due to hip dysplasia, which is a, it's a genetic thing, you're born with it, and it took many years to catch up with me. But uh, the hip replacement, Dave, they tell you, they said do everything you were doing before except do not run for exercise and do not play racket sports. Those are the only two things they said. Other than that, everything else you're good to go. Go out and live your life. Do what do, so you do whatever could, you want to do. You could run up and down and play basketball if you wanted to. I could. Yeah, uh, it's not recommended. No, I wouldn't because it'll wear the joint yeah, out I faster. I mean, listen. Once you've been through that, you know, you're not trying to go through it again. No, right. I you mean, don't want you, to do it twice. You want that hip to last. And the, and the revision, uh, I hear, can be pretty rough. Yeah. So you don't want to. You don't want to have to have it done twice. So that put an end to my my running days right there. Yes, I can run. Uh, it's not good. So no. psychologically in my head, I'm thinking, why am I? Why would I want to run? Sure. From the uh, 303-304, Nuggets game is on ESPN tomorrow morning, so we can all watch it on Comcast. Rick, you don't have to have your buddies watch it at your house yet. It's good news for Rick. When I got home yesterday, uh, uh, Dio, my wife, said, uh, is everybody really coming over Saturday to watch the game? <laughs> like she wanted to be prepared for right, it. Right, right. I said, I I threw it out there. Say, but I think it's just Dave. I don't think they're really coming. I Dave, I Dave. would give you a key to the house. You know what? You come over anytime you want. And I'll bring Dio whatever she wants. Okay. 970-347. Joe Kelly was on the 2017 Red Sox team that got caught cheating. Yes, as we said, he was not even on the Dodgers team. That was beaten in the World Series by the Astros, but um, he was suspended from the 303-854. Astros steal the championship and get no repercussions. But Kelly throws a pitch at the batter's head. He gets suspended for 13 percent of the season. Ridiculous. I, I tend to agree with that. Seven two zero two seven six. Yikes! Some more baseball games being postponed this weekend due to positive COVID nineteen cases. Yes, in case you missed it, we talked about it. Uh, the Cardinals have had uh, a couple of their games postponed. Uh, Phillies staff members, a couple of those have tested positive. Two Cardinal pitchers reportedly did as well. So the postponement of at least the series opening contest between St. Louis and Milwaukee. They're going to have to figure out a way to sort of navigate through this, right? I mean, they're not in a bubble. NBA players are in a bubble, and they haven't had any positive test. But baseball rejected the idea of playing their games at uh, at one or two sites. Thus, they're traveling, and after the game, you can stress the importance to players and staff, hey, you know, make sure you go back to your hotel room. And, but these guys are going to be able to do what they, what they want to do. 
for sure. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So, but baseball, I think, just has to find a way that that they can work their way through this. From the uh, 303-807, Dave, I strongly agree with you. The Astros should have had their championship taken. But it wasn't because of the money that's always wrapped around these decisions. It just adds to the cynicism of money and power. That from John. I, I just think it was... It was a mistake by Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball, not to do that. Uh, Rick, this for you from the 970-405. Call a woman thick rather than sturdy. I don't know. Um, I don't know that that's sound advice, uh, Rick. I think thick is good. At least in my generation. Because you're a guy. Right, but at least in my generation, that's a compliment. So the women you hang out with, if you say, man, geez, you look great, you are looking thick. Oh, yeah. That's... I'm not saying you don't like it. I'm asking, do you think they like it? Yes. It, it is Sturdy, a compliment today for women. No. I, would Thick, di- yes. I would dispute that. Uh, the small amount of estrogen in my body tells me that women do not want to be called thick. Times have changed. I think, I think, I think want, he's right. Um, it's a, the proportions that are that are out there now for the be careful, Melania Brand. You're using your hands in the wavy sort of way. I, the, where, the where are you going now? That that at least my generation is interested in are thicker than well, those. I'm not saying our generations aren't interested in those type things either. I'm saying I don't think the female wants to be called appreciates thick. being called thick. Okay. Well, we can throw it out because we have plenty of female listeners. Here's what I think about that. I think it is a compliment today, and and it's it's mostly a, a booty compliment today. That you see that a lot about somebody, you know, um, a woman being thick, you know, thick as a snicker, you know that that saying, and uh, thick as oatmeal, and it's always a thick as oatmeal. Yeah, it's always a booty. Do uh, you use that? I've used it a few times. <laughs> yeah. You need you need me to yeah. help you. It's it's a it's a butt compliment is what it is. Am I right, Grant? It's a butt compliment. All about that booty. In today's culture, like the the booty is the thing right now. So you walk up to somebody you're you're I don't know working out with them at uh, Greenwood Athletic Club, and you walk up and you say, "Man, <laughs> no, no, you hi. don't do that. Don't. Your booty is <laughs> thick as a snicker, or your your booty's thick as oatmeal." You so that's a compliment. You wouldn't to her? want to just walk up to somebody and, and All right. say that. Okay. You know, in public like that, but no. But if it was, uh, if you were young Dave Logan now in the club, I'm you know, still young-hearted, trying to pick up a pick up a woman. I know. You, I w- you saw her dancing over there in the corner, and you yeah. roll over and yeah. you say, "Man, girl, you're looking thick." That's a compliment. It's a compliment coming from you to her. That's I'm, a compliment uh, to her. Well, you you hope it is. I'm just yes. telling you. I'm not sure how they receive that. I, I'm not. I'm not with you guys in terms of thinking that that. That's going to be well received. I, I, maybe with some, I don't know. It's a generational thing, probably. Yeah, back in in the our day when we were single, that would not be a compliment at all. 
In fact, it would be you might get slapped. Yeah, they swing from right field if, on if that you, one. If you said that, but today it it is a compliment from what I can tell. I'm going to dispute that until further notice. Three zero three five nine six. Hey Rick, what e bike do you have? Is it a Mountain Street hybrid one? I um, I ended up getting um, it's a hybrid, but it's kind of a beach cruiser commuter hybrid uh, type bike, and the brand is Scott. S-C-O-T-T, famous brand you probably heard of. And it's uh, it's a great bike for the money, in my opinion, and, and comfortable. I'm going for comfort at this point, Dave, and everything. All my motorcycles, everything, you know, you just got to, you know, we're all, we're all working around uh, injuries and, and that type of thing as you get older. So for me, it's I'm working where I want a bike that's comfortable. <laughs> oh, God. I, you, know, you know, I'm listening to you. <laughs> But I just read a text. I, I, I'm i going to read this. I, I think this is probably at the top of the list for me and Rick from the 719-963. <laughs> hey, guys. I, I don't know how much more of this man crush stuff I can take from you two. Why don't you just get a room already? <laughs> but seriously, it's refreshing to witness the mutual adoration you have for each other. If there ever was a case for same-sex marriage, <laughs> you two have just shown it can work. Uh-huh. God, I hope you know I'm kidding. Just goes uh-huh. to show just how long you two have known each other, and I do respect that you two actually like each other that much where you can mess with each other through uh-huh. Admiral uh, through Mutual Adoration <laughs> Club is still a viable thing. Have a good weekend. That's, That's from Richard of the Springs. Thank you, Richard. Great text. Same-sex marriage. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I, you, yeah. Richard. I, I think he gets it. I think he's one of those listeners that gets the show, and we, yeah. we're starting to see a lot of that now. We've been doing the show now for three and a half. Is it three and a half? Four, four, four years now. Yeah, and, you know, it takes a little time to get some traction. I think the listeners get it now. I hope so. And Grant? Uh, from the 720, Rick, this for you too. 72800, negative on the thick, double question mark. Definitely not a positive compliment. It's kind of like, quote, big boned, unquote. No thanks. That's yeah. not from a dude. Uh, I, I I could see that. Grant, you might want to retract what you said earlier. Well, you said it too. <laughs> I'm standing by yeah, it. You're, I'm standing by it. Poor, poor, poor Grant. I gotta yeah. tell my girlfriend when I get home today, man, girl, you're looking thick. Uh-huh. She's she's into it. I'm a little young, Dave. I'm a little younger than you and Rick, but older than Grant. I would prefer to be called thick as opposed to sturdy. Well, okay. I I tried to help you on the sturdy. Yeah. You called your wife sturdy. It meaning, like, she's not broken down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's like a horse. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? Okay. I can't win here. We better go to a break before by, I say anything By the way, else. from the 970, yes, Desperado, we do miss there you. There we go. 397. Thick, <laughs> T-H-I-C-C, is okay. Thick, T-H-I-C-K, is not. Correct. Not. Well, yeah. how, how do you differentiate that when it's coming out of your pie hole? Hey, you know what? You're looking thick, girl, and I mean T H I C C. Might have to spell it out to some girl. Yeah, she's yeah. going to slap. She's going to say, "Dude, get out of my space." Ten fifty-seven. The time, an hour left of KOA News Radio. Oh, you gonna take me home tonight? That's right. Oh, down beside that red fire light. Mm-hmm. Oh, you gonna let it all hang out? Fat bottom girls, you make the rockin' world go round. Welcome back. Yep. Last hour of the show on uh, this beautiful Friday. 
in case I didn't say it earlier, last day of July, right? Tomorrow's August 1st. Hard to believe. 2020. That used to be Susie Worgen's theme music when she was the sports chick on the sports zoo. When Susie would check in and uh, update us a couple of times an hour with sports. How did she get that song as her sports theme? She loves to ride a bicycle. Uh, <laughs> because the I, video, the video you know what I'm gonna is... do. I'm going to, I'm going I'm to use the phrase that Jeffrey Epstein used in so many, <laughs> so many uh, court cases. And when he was deposed on the advice of my attorney, Gotcha. I'm gotcha. evoking the my constitutional rights under amendments. I think it's five and ten. Uh, the video, I believe, was a bunch of girls on bicycles. Is that what it was? That's why I thought maybe you came up with this for Susie. Well, she loves to ride a bicycle. Okay, you yeah, know what? Yeah, I, yeah. That's sort Let's of just like, go with that. Sort of like a lifeline from a friend, right there. Threw that out there. Yeah, I'm flailing in the water. Far be it for me not this? to grab the line. Did Susie pick this, or did somebody else pick it for her? Yeah, I don't have any any solid memory of exactly how that went. I don't remember Susie picking this. I'm not even sure Susie really liked this all that much. Fat okay. bottom girls. Gotcha. Yeah. Susie's a, speaking of a marathoner. She's fit. She's got into running. Very fit. Very yep. fit. Yeah, I, I admire I, that. As I try to kiss and make up with Susie. Um, Rick Davin, M. Grant from the 720. I love you boys, but complimenting women with sturdy or thick doesn't cut it for me. I'd love to hear Kathy's viewpoint. From the 720329, I have four daughters in their 20s and 30s, and there's not one of them that would enjoy being called thick. I just Googled, is the term thick a compliment for a woman? And it comes back that it is. It says it... Uh, Under Kim Kardashian's picture. Go, uh, go figure that out. She, you, you know what? She'd be a good example. Is she thick? I would say Fair. yes. Let me just say hell yes. And it said it appeared in hip-hop circles during the early 2000s. The, th- the term thick, T-H-I-C-C, developed in African-American culture as a synonym for volu- voluptuous, full-figured, gorgeous woman. Voluptuous, full-figured, full-figured gorgeous, gorgeous woman. Woman. Okay. And uh, another article says it is viewed as a compliment, meaning curvy. Girl, you're looking so curvy. I don't know. I don't know. You think curvy is better than I don't really feel confident with that either. Huffington Post even uh, said, uh, when I hear the word thick, I think strong, powerful, capable of amazing things. And I think of voluptuous curves. So there's three right there. Who, who, on, who in the Huffington Post family would know anything about thick? I don't know who wrote it. Would you like me to f- do some further research? Yeah. Samantha Spiesman wrote it. Don't know her. And uh, under the, the headline is a picture of Rihanna. Oh. The the artist. Okay. Yeah. From the uh, 970-673 before we get back to the phone lines. By the way, Rick, congratulations on the anniversary. Not to make you feel old, but I've been listening to you since I was 15 I'm now 37. Hope we get many more years of you and wow. the crew. Well, thank you very, very much. Uh, the, you know, the the comments that both Dave and I've been getting the last couple of days almost overwhelming. Uh, it's just been amazing, uh, the outpouring of of love and it's been nice compliments and comments. Thank you so much. Just think when you get to 60. Whew. 
60. We might get breakfast and lunch. 60 years. Can you imagine if we put in 60 years on the radio? We'd be in our 90, early 90s. We'd be, yeah. <laughs> How do I look? <laughs> we have any teeth left? Well, well the way you listen, guys that's take what, care that's of what, yourself, that, that's I think what that's a real possibility. That's what applesauce uh-huh. and 430 dinners are about. If you don't have any teeth, listen, you can gum applesauce pretty much your whole life. That's exactly right. A few chickpeas, uh-huh. put, a, put everything in a blender. You eat at 4.30, you're in bed at 6.15. Let's make that our goal. Let's go for 30 more, Dave. Okay. 30 more is the goal. Grant, you with us? I'm in it. Grant, Grant, Grant would be about our age years. now. How would that be? Yeah, isn't that amazing? Yeah. From oh, the uh, 805, millennials are weird, man. I call my th- wife thick, I get slugged. <laughs> okay. This has really uh, sort of touched uh, the core, hasn't it? Really... Really struck a chord. From the 970, the tone that Grant is using works for thick. Otherwise, no thanks. From the 720, 801, I'm a woman. Thick is not offensive, but certainly not a compliment. Stick with, you look great. Hey, listen, you can't even say you look great now. You might get, I don't know, handcuffed. You might get a... I'm kind of worried about the repercussions on coming back to me just on saying, hey, I'm trying to compliment a female. I mean, I'm dead serious. Right. If you compliment a female that you don't know very well, or even if you work with a female, honestly, in today's times, would I feel comfortable saying, you look great? Hell no, I would not. I would. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Not. No, you can only compliment the, the woman in your life. Right. Uh, you can't just go around dishing out compliments to women anymore. I think, I think there's still a lot of women that would love to get a compliment. But if you get the wrong one... You literally could lose your job. Yes. Yeah. So it's thus uh, the compliments have gone away. And I like giving compliments. I am big on compliments. I am too. And especially in the millennial generation, I mean, you could have a girl snap back at you and say, don't tell me how I'm supposed to look yeah. or whatever. You know, have you had that like, happen, oh, millennial yeah. grand? Have yeah. you really? I got yelled at for holding the door open for a girl one What's time. What's your response to that? You're welcome. You, or so nothing. You, you sort of go back at him a little? Uh, I, a I, little. I would go back at him. Just a hair. I mean, I, I've had instances where I have been, and it's been a while, and I talked about this in the air before. You know, I was taught to open doors for women. Okay, let the woman go first. All right. Have You know, several years back, did that a couple of times, and one or two responses were something to the extent that 
I don't need you to hold the door open for me. So I slammed the door right in the back of her heel. <laughs> you didn't do no, that. I didn't no, do that. you didn't do that. You and I were raised the same way. Yeah. And I, that's happened to me as well. I just gave her the stink eye, Rick. I, you know what I said? Um, well, it's happened where I open the door and the woman will walk through it and kind of like, you know, give me one of those, you know, one of those deals. Yeah. And I just say, you're welcome. I would say problem breathing. You okay? Yeah, it's, you got to be careful, Grant. So maybe, maybe Grant, you throw in that, that comment around being thick, especially. Yeah, Grant. Or th- even you look great. Grant, this is for you as well, as you screen the callers. From the 303, Grant in particular, this is for you. No, that is in caps, no woman wants to be called thick. Grant, don't be a douche. Whoa, coming out hot. Yeah. Yeah. All right, to each their own. Shiggity swooty, I'm coming for that booty. That from 970. That guy's probably on my side. How do you know it's a guy? <laughs> um... <laughs> Paul in Parker's been waiting for a while. Paul, thanks for your patience. You're on KOA. Good morning. Hey, Dave. Um, I love your comment about what you can do on a 17-minute ELO song. Right. And I used to work at a radio station, um, and I would sometimes uh, do the late-night shift when uh, we had the engineer and we let him off, and I'd be uh, doing the records, and sometimes nature called and the opening of uh, Roundabout from Yes, 16 minutes, you could do a lot during that. Um, when my girlfriend came over, the uh, overture from Rush, 2112, was awesome. Wow. So, yeah, those, those extended songs from the old days were, were very helpful. I can uh, verify that, Paul. Uh, having worked in the old days in radio as well, uh, at uh, a big station in L.A., I... I've never been a drug user, but they had a blow mirror right in the studio where I worked at KMET, and, and, it, and it was etched with KMET official blow mirror on the mirror. And everybody, pretty much everybody during a long song would be doing some form of drug. I, and, and I was shocked because I was never a drug user when I first started there. And then we also had a lot of rock stars that hung around the building, being in Hollywood. You know, David Lee Roth and Stevie Nicks and people like that hanging around. And uh, a lot of them would partake. And then there were some other shenanigans going on as well during long records uh, that uh, DJs would participate in. The only thing that happened to me is I got locked out once. I put on a long record in the middle of the night and then went to the bathroom. And and just like in this building, Dave, you needed, you know, some sort of special key to get in and out of different parts of the studio in the building. And I had on about an eight or nine minute record, used the bathroom and realized I couldn't get back in. You got locked out of the studio? I panicked. I would too. Completely panicked. And they had to get an engineer. Back in the days, engineers were always in the building. 24-7, they would have an engineer even in the middle of the night standing by in case you needed them. Yeah, they used to do that here too. Did they? Yeah. Uh, I'm mean, on KOA for sure. Yeah, probably here. Or on call. I mean, they were. Or, or on call. But yes. these, these, these guys would be in an office in the building. And so this was like 3 o'clock in the morning, and I had to get a hold of them. I call them on the phone. They came, had a special key to let me out, let me in. I got there just as the song was fading out, and I was in panic mode. Because dead air on the radio is death. 
Sure is. You know, it's hammered into your head. Don't ever have dead air. It was death. And still today, that's that's kind of my frustration dream. It's a recurring frustration dream that I have. That you actually song, have that dream? I do. It's like a song is fading out, and I, I either can't find the next record. How often do you dream that? I would say twice a year. Do you really? Yeah, twice a year. And I bet I'll never stop having that dream. I don't remember, and I I very rarely remember my dreams, but I don't remember ever having a duplicate dream in my entire life. You have frustration dreams. I'm sure everybody has them. What are those like? Well, just like I told you, where you're frustrated the entire dream of me trying to get back into the studio. Another recurring one for me is I'm playing football, and I, I can't get my uniform on right. And so I'm still fiddling with, like, tape and shoes and shoulder pads while the team's running on the field. Really? And I wake up in, in a panic. I've never had that one. I have a almost identical dream to that one, Rick. I have a baseball game, and we're on the road, and I get there, and I realize I don't have any of my equipment, my uniform, or my yeah. cleats or anything, and it's like game time, and I'm just out of luck. And then I always wake up in a panic. Frustration dreams are very common, and since you don't remember dreams, you, I'm sure you have them. I don't know what yours would be. I'd be interested. You don't remember any frustration. It, the, dreams are very difficult, and I try – because you feel like right when you wake up, you're right in the middle of some sort of dream, and then you try to remember it, but it but it becomes, you know, the longer you're sitting there brushing both of your teeth, the dreams become a little cloudy, and you try to stop. Yeah. And before you know it, I'm, I'm trying to stop and concentrate on remembering the dream, and then I realize that I'm about to teeter over, and the water's still running in the sink, and I got toothpaste all over the mirror. But other than that, I have a hard time remembering dreams. They tell you to write it down. They tell you to keep a, a pad and a pen next to the bed if you do want to remember. And I've done this, where as soon as you wake up, you write down the dream. And then you can go back and look at it later, and sometimes it doesn't make any sense. Uh, and other times there might be some sort of uh, some meaning in there for you. Huh. It's interesting. Robert and Aurora on KOA News Radio. Good morning, Robert. Good morning, guys. Good morning, good morning. You guys were talking about uh, ailments and stuff like that, you know, earlier. And uh, I'm retired. I retired about 10 years ago from corrections. Um, I'm also a former military. And about three, four years ago, I developed um, some arthritis in my toes yep. and behind my knee, uh, on my hand, uh, in my elbow. And uh, for some reason, I was reading this article, and I said, purine. I said, what is purine? And it's, it's, it's in meat. And I said, okay, let me stop. So I stopped stop eating meat. I'm back to running again. I'm back to uh, 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 getting on my toes, getting on my knees, fixing stuff. I, I, I just can't believe that just stop eating meat. Now, I'm not a vegetarian anything like that, but I just stopped eating the, you know, the the main meat stuff. I still eat fish, but, uh, uh, and I eat eggs and cottage cheese and all that kind of stuff, but it's just meat. Hey, Robert, I've heard the meat. same thing from, from many people. Yeah, I have too. That the inflammation goes away, and of course you lose weight as well. Yep. Uh, I've thought of it. I've thought of doing it myself just to see if it worked at times. It, man, it does work. It, it, it took uh, about a month or two and because I, I just kept at it, and I, I didn't know what to do because I was going to physical therapy. They were 
was saying that the doctor was saying, well, it's not going to go away and uh, do this to strengthen the muscles behind the, this muscle or whatever that'll help you. And they gave me hand exercises. Oh, my goodness. And I was oh, man, I want to enjoy my retirement and stuff like that and do things with my grandson and stuff. So I, I just stopped eating the meat. And it just, I said, wow, I just can't believe it. I'm out, I, I'm out here at the, uh, um, at the Legacy Stadium right now getting ready to run about three miles. Oh, good, good for you. you know? good, good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah, Robert, good story. And uh, appreciate the call. Yeah, I, I've heard the same thing. That meat, you know, the body, the body fights inflammation. If you can do whatever you can do legally to to – decrease the amount of inflammation in your body, uh, it's going to work out really well for you. Yeah, and you have to maybe sometimes figure out what that trigger is for the inflammation. And if you can do that, man, you're going to be a new man, new woman. Yep. No question about that. Thick and all. 1127 on KOA News Radio. Back at 1140 on KOA News Radio. Beside Rick Lewis, I'm Dave Logan. Kathy's off, rejoins the show on Monday. By the way, let me remind you, another chance to win a thousand bucks coming up just after the noon news. Right here, it's keyword for cash on KOA News Radio. Wish I could do that. Oh, now you're playing air guitar. Now, you know, I need to stick, you know, it's a good point on your part. I need to stick with one thing. I am an air drummer. Master of the air drummer first, which I think you're pretty close. Have you put 10,000 hours in, you think, to master it? They say that's what it takes to master anything. Yeah, 10,000 hours, you're right? Probably, you're probably right there. Because I, I could just tell by that drum fill. I'm constantly playing song. drums with my hands I know. and fingers. You and I both. We do that all morning long together, beating on the counter. Yeah, you do that at home and it irritates all the time. everybody. I did, I did it. I've done it since I was a little kid. Have yeah, you? me too. Yeah. Used to See, irritate my mom and dad. Same here. I pick up spoons and play on pots and pans and the counter, and my mom didn't like it. See, you're a drummer. There's a, in your head, you're a drummer. Yeah, embrace it. Yeah, it's good advice. Embrace it. It's good advice. It did start a lot of issues with my two older brothers. I learned how to defend myself because they did not like me air drumming at the table, or so they said. That's annoying. There's no doubt. Well, that's what they said. Yeah. But see, you and I together here, we do this all morning. We're doing this all morning. Yeah. Pounding out beats on the on the the desk here. And we both, and then we end up getting in sync on, I mean, we don't even talk about it. No. See, I appreciate it. Not everybody does. Thank you, Rick. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, sometimes my wife doesn't like it as much, even. You know, the. We're talking about drumming? Yeah, you know, when you're just always beating on something. Pounded yeah. on something. Yeah. But she doesn't mind me practicing on the kid. See, Tanya's all. a drummer, so she she drums right along. She gets it. She's yeah. an actual drummer. She plays the kid and all? She yep. Play the kid? Yep. Like, she's like she's the, not as good as you, but yep. Like not an air kit? She like, no, no, no. Like a kit kit. The real drum kit. Yeah. That's very cool. Like church drums. Yeah. Okay. You ever done that? You ever take the Rick, Rick Lewis project to church? I never played at a church. I would like to. I would do that. See if I can get you hooked up huh? in a big church. Uh, John in Denver joins us on KOA News Radio at 11:42 on a beautiful Friday. Good morning, John. Dave, Dave. Good morning, morning boys. I was uh, looking for a nice etiquette show. I think I found it. 
<laughs> you guys are great. Um, uh, Dave, if you go to Rick's and Rick puts on broke broke back mountain, I'd run. I would run fast. Anyway, uh, I hope uh, I was wondering if you found out if you're going to travel with the team to do away games on the radio. Um, I have not found that out yet. I know that the the league is being very careful in some of the mandates with respect to who can travel with teams, tier one, tier two personnel, obviously coaches and players and other people that are essential out there on a day-to-day basis. But I think the team is is working, as I'm certain other NFL teams are working with their their radio and television partners to try to come up with some way to get at least some of us on the travel party. We'll see. I think everything right now is up in the if, air. Um, if you can't go, what I would do is, if, if you want, go talk to the boys at Telemundo who've been broadcasting English Premier League soccer for years off the monitor. They've been doing that. Mm, see? And also, I'd, I'd like to talk to Rick someday about the music business. Uh, a lot of good stories from New York. And, what, uh, what did you do in New York, John? I was the um, I was in driving, but it was in, I was in the town where Goodell is in now. That's where I grew up. Yeah. <clears throat> what did you do and, in New uh, York in the music business? Oh, nothing. No, no, no. Just friends of mine. Just uh, had a oh. had a multi-track studio, and uh, people would come and go. Okay, that's like, cool. Um, like a lot of people think that the Aerosmith is in Boston, where Steven Tyler and the drummer, I think, I'm not related to them, but uh, Tyler and the drummer, I think, were from Yonkers. And uh, still one of the best books I've ever read about a rock band was about Aerosmith. How they uh, got really good, fell into drugs, cleaned up, and they got really, really soared. Um, and Rick, if you remember, uh, Steve Tell was a really good drummer when he was a kid. I was going to say that. Yeah, he's still probably a really good drummer. He he originally, right, yeah, he was a drummer before he fronted the band. He played drums. John, thanks for the call. Yeah. I didn't realize. So many, you know, so many of these front men started off as drummers there might be there must be something to that well you you're, you're kind of the front man even though you're not um, in front of the band but yeah the, i guess the band is your name so you have to be the front man don't right you? but i mean meaning where they end up in front and they're actually fronting the band well that's yet and, to happen for you yeah maybe someday i don't know we have such a great singer it would be pretty foolish for me to go up and take stage time from her but i think it'd be pretty cool i think it'd be really fun See if we can do that. I could put you behind the kid. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. I, I need to improve before I get back there. Chris in Denver on KOA. Morning, Chris. Good morning. Happy Friday. Same to you. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, just from what you guys just talked about, Rick, my, my brother, I grew up in Iowa. My brother is 48 years old. He got his first drum kit as, uh, when he was seven, and he hasn't stopped. Um, he, you know, played band all through high school has been in multiple bands. He's an insurance agent by day, but, um, yeah, he's been either gigging or, or giving lessons ever since, and he's, he's incredible. So I, I bet I, he's I love, good, yeah. My steering wheels, you know, in my work vehicle, personal vehicles, my steering wheels take a beating because I was never able to play the drums like him. But, boy, my steering wheel, it's like I'm, I'm an all-pro air drummer <laughs> on the steering wheel. There you go. A lot but, of people um, do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Getting a couple other things too. Uh, I had a buddy in his late 30s. He played a, a lot of modified, like uh, competitive modified fast pitch softball, and he was basically like a semi professional bowler. He had double hip replacement surgery in his late 30s, 
and uh, he's doing fine now. But it's just it's amazing what the what the recovery time is for that and how successful it is. It's it's pretty incredible. Um, also, Dave, I I have two boys, one six, one's going to be three next month. Um, I was I was a four sport athlete in high school. I, I you know was the jock all the time, and I I, I don't want to toot anything, but I'm I was very very athletic, and my kids both have what I call the twitch, and I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but they've got I do they just they they got the twitch. You know what I'm talking about. Yep. They've got that quick switch with everything, and it excites me. Um, we're at a time now where we're, we're playing a lot of wiffle ball, playing a lot of baseball. Like my soon-to-be three-year-old is he's hitting the ball when I pitch it to him, and my six-year-old is doing it, and he's just like line drive up the middle all the time. And they are, I mean, they're strong, they're athletic. I just wanted to see, like, you know, when do you think they should start getting into, like, I, I especially would love to see them play baseball. I love football. I'm not sure about that path. Uh, my oldest has expressed a huge interest in wrestling um, and being from Iowa. You know, I'm a big wrestling fan as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know. Is there a too soon or a too late when it comes to getting getting your kids into athletics? Like, I I, I don't know, think so. COVID and everything. I I, I don't think so. Weird. I I think it's uh, honestly. I think it just depends on the individual family and in particular the you know the the kid. Um, but yeah. I no. I I don't think there's anything. Um, now I I think you got to be careful early uh, and not get into something that is so competitive until they learn to uh, how to play the game and how to love the game and, and practice yes. even though it's practice totally practice agree. can be fun I mean you've got to make it you got to make it fun for young guys uh, and girls yeah. but no I, I listen I think if if he or she uh, has the acumen and wants to get out and try it I mean I would encourage you to to start right away yeah and I I want to I would love to be able to coach them as well you know either as a head or you know, help out. I certainly don't want to run into the coach of like, you know, some seven-year-old that is constantly screaming and win, win, win at all costs, that kind of thing. But um, one last thing, Dave, it's always been on my mind. You've been coaching a long time. Have you ever kept track or do you keep track of how many kids you send to the D1 level and or how many you've sent to the pros? And I'll get off. Have a great weekend, guys. Thanks, Chris. uh, Appreciate that. Um, you know, I've been with, I mean, largely the same group of coaches, the core group of, of my staff have been together for 20 plus years. So I know that uh, one of them and a the guy that uh, that was at Arvada West before I became the head coach in 93, Jim Zayas, uh, and Jim's still with me, uh, he keeps track of a lot of that stuff. You know, you, you remember over the years – various names and uh, games and situations, and uh, you, you do remember that. But I know Jim has a list of um, every single athlete, whether Division One or FCS, uh, every athlete that played uh, in high school football that we coached that then went on and went to college and played a year or two or three or four and what have you. The the NFL stuff, um, not so much. There would be a handful, maybe two handfuls of guys that I've coached 
that have gone on and, and played in the NFL, and, and certainly I, I remember them. That's too. really cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I know how much it means to you to see these guys succeed in life in general, not just in football, but Absolutely. in life, and, and you keep track with a lot of these guys. A lot of those guys, uh, you know, you stay in touch back in the early part of my career with guys that now, guys that only coached one year, my first year at Nevada West that happened to be seniors, gosh, they're, they're – you know, and it stands to reason. It just doesn't. It doesn't add up for me. That's how fast life goes. But it stands to reason. They're in their early 40s. They've got families. They're businessmen. You know, uh, my starting quarterback at Arvada West for one year, his senior year, Zach Kiter, has three daughters. Um, you know, it just you you stay connected to those guys. You want to know they're okay and what what's going on with their family. I think that's one of the one of the real pluses. One of the beauties. Beauty, or one of the beautiful things about being able to coach high school kids, is that if you're fortunate enough to stay around long enough and you're healthy, and and God blesses you, well, then you're able to see what happened to that 18-year-old kid that used to drive you crazy because you couldn't get him to listen to some of the stuff you were saying to him. But deep down, maybe he listened to more than you thought. Yeah, I get it. I totally get that. It's got to feel so good, almost like one of your kids. Yep, succeeding. No doubt about that. And you get line four. It looks like, is this Chris Daniels from Chris Daniels and the Kings? Let's see. Sir, how you guys doing? What's Chris, up, how are you? Chris Chris Daniels, for Hi, people that don't just, know, uh, has had a band. You've played around here forever, man. Yeah, it's been listening to you guys talk about drummers and musicians, and it was it was fun. Yeah, it's been a heck of a run. Chris, Chris, uh, Chris's band and my band have crossed paths many times over the years where we played on the same festival. Uh, yeah. And how many years have you been doing it? Well, the Kings uh, has been in business 36 years. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. That's 120 in Rocky. That's awesome, like man. Rockier. No, that's awesome. You guys are still yeah, great, man. You, you guys, I, I saw, we were on the same show last year. I don't know which one, but. I stuck around and listened to you guys, or maybe you guys were on before us, but I heard your band. You guys killed it, crushed it. Thank you. God, what a nice thing to say. Thank you. And and with Freddie from uh, the old Freddie Hinchy band now singing with us, it's just been, it, it's it's just been a joy. It's so much fun. How, how long is how long? Because I used to see Freddie Hinchy back in the day, back in Boulder. How long has Freddie been been singing with you guys? Freddie's been with us now almost 10 years. Um, I, uh, I, I had a health thing about uh, 10 years ago. I got leukemia, went through a bone marrow transplant, and when I came back, the Kings kind of got revitalized, and Freddie had been through some stuff too, and we, we got together and uh, so started singing together, and it's, it's just, boy, I tell you, it's, it, it, he's just got the best voice and the greatest stage presence, so... It's been a thrill for me because I get to actually sit back and just enjoy playing guitar a little bit and let him go. <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, Chris, keep doing what you're doing, man. You you, you have one of the best bands in, in the region and uh, been doing it a long time. Much respect for you. Well, you guys, too. And, and I, it was very interesting that you talked about the music business because I, um, I taught that for about 16 years over at CU. And I'm actually going back in to do some online classes for them this fall. And it's, it's an amazingly difficult time for musicians. Um, they'd, they'd gotten the pins knocked out from underneath them uh, with the change from sale of physical product to streaming. And then with COVID-19, 
and the major source of income live now sort of running aground, it's it's been really a difficult time for for musicians. So um, we're we're figuring out little ways to do things online, virtual stuff. But as you guys know, it's it's not easy. It's a whole new world out there. It's a challenge. And, uh, yep. Yeah. yeah it's no, a challenge. no doubt about that. Chris, we're out of time, but great to hear from you, man. Uh, and thanks, thanks very much for the call, Chris Daniels. He's been at it a while. 36 years. I didn't, I didn't realize it was that long. I didn't either, actually. I've been here 30, but I, I, I guess I do remember him being around since the beginning. Yeah. And he's yeah, a good. prominent band, a very good band. Absolutely good. Matter of fact, here you go. Way to go, Grant. Nice, Millennial Grant. That is going to do it for our show. Little Chris Daniels to take you out. Thanks to Millennial Grant, as always, doing a great job. Dragon Redbeard, wherever you are, two things. Put the cookie down. And congratulations on the weight loss. For Rick Lewis and Kathy Lee, Kathy rejoins us on Monday. I'm Dave Logan. News is coming up next. Mike Rosen in for Mandy Connell. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe. Hope to see you back here 9 a.m. Monday morning on KOA News Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.